Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons Podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. Last week, I just want to share this. Last week, we were all here. We had a combined service with the open door. And how many were here? Some of us were here. We packed this place out, and it was a wonderful, wonderful service. Uh, everybody from their church came to us and said, we love having a combined service. And I told them, I love having a combined service with you as well. So we're going to do that again in April, uh, towards the end of April. So just, I don't have a date yet, but we've just discussed it. Um, and I, I just love coming together with other churches, whether it's Open Door or any other church. Because how many know that we're one in Christ? Amen. We're all belonging to the same body of believers. Amen. Well, good to have you here today. I want to speak to you on a topic that's been on my heart for the last uh, few weeks, actually. And the, I've titled this message, God is in the details. Say that with me. God is in the details. How many believe that? You know, and I want to go over that today because I think we, we have to have an understanding that God does care for you. No matter what you're going through, what you've gone through, how tragic maybe some of the experience you may have had in your past, God is in those details. Amen? You know, we all understand that life can be messy. No one is exempt from that. Whether you consider yourself a good person or a bad person, life is messy, but God is still in the middle of that process of your life. Um, but the problem with that is that because we see how life can be messy, we can convince ourselves in our mind that possibly God wasn't involved in that, that he no longer cares for me. You can get so distant from God when things happen that you can start to convince yourself that God is no longer there. How many have been there? I think we've all walked a, a, a period of time or a season of that. But God does care, amen? God does love you. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're going to face in the future, God does love you. See, what, I want to ask you a question. What, what if God is really in every single detail of your life today? What if from the moment you got up this morning, think about this. And this is what I want you to think about in today's message. That God, from the moment you got up, was in every detail from making that coffee to what you put on today, what you're wearing today, God was in those details. Because I think we, we tend to think sometimes God is only involved in, in the large things, in the big things, but God is in every little detail of your life. Amen? What if he's doing that in your life right now already? The same God that put this world into existence is in your life right now, watching over de every detail of your life. He knows the questions and concerns that you have about your future, about your family, about your children, about your grandchildren and great-grandchildren, about your neighbors. He knows every single detail, amen? In reading through the book of Exodus, and I made a comment last week, I, I believe, about this, uh, but I was once again amazed by the details that are found in Scripture. Right now I'm in the book of Leviticus, if you're following along on the daily Bible reading. 
But it's amazing how detailed everything is in the scriptures. And we're going to talk about that today. But God, remember, he relayed a vision for how to build the tabernacle. And it didn't come in just vague, half-baked ideas. It was a complete process from step one through step 5,032 or however many steps there were. But it was very detailed. The color of the yarn, the number of twists and this and that, everything was detailed. And I, I want this to strike something in you that if God cares about those things, how much more does he care for you as the person he created to worship him? Amen? See, I also loved how God gave those instructions to Noah. If you remember Noah, how he, he built the ark, he didn't just come up with the idea. The Lord told him to build it so many cubits wide, so many cubits high, so many cubits long, uh, how many stories it was supposed to contain, and on and on and on. God was very specific in the details he gave Noah. And what it shows you and I is this detailed perspective from God, that God cares for every little thing in your life. In Exodus, right in the middle of those precise instructions and patterns, we meet the God of details. And that's where I want to take you to Exodus chapter 26, verses 1 through 5. I want you to hear some of these details that the scriptures declare. And this is where... He is telling them how to build the tabernacle. And here he's talking about the curtains. So let's follow along. Let's pick it up here in verse 1. Make the tabernacle with ten curtains of finely twisted linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn with cherubim woven into them by a skilled worker. All the curtains are to be the same size, 28 cubits long, and four cubits wide. Verse 3, join five of the curtains together and do the same with the other five. Make loops of blue material along the edge of the end curtain in one set and do the same with the end curtain in the other set. Make 50 loops on one curtain and 50 loops on the end curtain of the other set. With the loops opposite each other, then make, a 50 gold, then make 50 gold clasps and use them to fasten the curtains together so that the tabernacle is a unit. Do you see any detail there? Is there a detail or what? There's, this is the God that created you and I. If he can go into detail about curtains in a tabernacle, how much more detail is he going to go in about your life? about what's on your heart, about what dreams you have, what you want to pursue. Amen? God cares about those details for your life. You see, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob declared here in this, in this passage here, this is exactly how I want you to do this. The God of Abraham, and Isaac, and Jacob was declaring this right now. He's giving them precise instructions to follow. And like I said, in the book of Exodus, details take on a completely new meaning. God is a God of details. Yes, we learn about the Sabbath laws and the feasts and all that that are associated with it. If you've been reading Exodus, you've been reading about the do's and the don'ts, right? God was filled with, with over 
there's over 600 plus commands of laws in the Old Testament that they were supposed to follow. How many can just say impossible? Because it is impossible. That's why we need a Savior. Amen? You see, we meet the God who knows and sees, who gently leads those who want to meet him and know him. He takes the willing hands of those that want to know him, and he guides us along this life, along this path of life. How many know that God is there in the smallest of details? And that's what I want to remind you today. In fact, Romans chapter 8, I love this scripture, verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Let me say that again. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who? Who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I don't know about you, but Lord, I love you today. I love you, and I want you to work in my life for the good of my life. Amen? And I know that's your prayer as well, your desire. Again, look at your neighbor and tell them, God is in the details. Yes, amen. God is in every detail. God is intricately involved in every detail of your life. Your home life, your work life, your business life, your family life, every aspect of your life. God is involved if you step back to see the picture. I think sometimes we get so caught up in life, we're so busy just doing that we forget to see that God is involved. He was involved in that. He was involved in this. He's involved over here. We have to learn to appreciate he is a God of detail. Amen. Yesterday, we went for a walk in the American Canyon wetlands. My brother was out at the beach. I had some other friends that were out at the snow to yesterday. Only in California can you enjoy the beach and the snow in the same day, right? And we were enjoying the American Canyon wetlands here, vast trails at Anna and myself. And it was just a gorgeous day, beautiful blue skies, nice, cool in the morning, just gorgeous. And it's those types of days that you can see, especially see the God of details. The, the beautiful river, the bay, you, you can actually walk out to the bay following those trails. And uh, it was just a reminder of God being in those little details. But you don't have to go to the snow. You don't have to go to the ocean. You don't have to take a nature walk like that to see God in the details of your life. He's all around you. He was there this morning. He's here right now. Amen. God is intricately involved. I, I've always used this example, even when my girls were younger, we would go shopping. And you've heard me say this. We were looking for a parking spot. Now we just say, Lord, open up a parking spot for us. And sure enough, there would always be a car backing out right as we're going in into a full parking lot. How many know that those parking lots where you just got to circle and circle to try to find a spot? And it wasn't that I didn't want to walk far. I just, you couldn't find a spot. And I would often pray that, and the girls would see that at a, at a young age, that God in the, is in the details of even getting us a parking spot. So next time you're out there looking for one, ask God, Lord, open up a parking spot for me, because he cares for you. Amen? He really does. He's the God of details. Whether you're in the valley or on the mountaintop, 
God cares for you. He cares for what you're going through. So it takes me to the first point I have today. And these are all reminders. We all know these, but I want you to really appreciate these, knowing that God is in those details. Number one, God is with you. Say that with me. God is with you, and he's with you. Amen? Which means he's ever-present. Everywhere you go, you can't hide from him. You may be able to hide from your spouse. You may be able to hide from your kids, but you can't hide from God. God sees you, and he knows you. No matter where you go, the Lord is there with you. Amen? You can't escape his presence, so why run? Just run to him. Amen? So when you're going through a difficult time, whether it's work tomorrow, maybe it's at home, it's challenging, know that God is with you. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jake is with you, ever-present with you. In fact, the scriptures give us that promise. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. How many are thankful for that promise right there? You know, it'd be a terrible thing to know that, well, on, on Saturdays, God's not going to be with me. Or on Friday, he's not going to be with me. But thank goodness, the scriptures declare, never... In Spanish, nunca, that, that means never will I leave you or forsake you. I'll always be present with you. I'll be there with you. And that, that, what that causes is in, in us is, is a level of trust. That means he becomes trustworthy. You know, it's difficult to trust people. How many would agree with me on that? Because people, we all fall short. How many have ever been burned by somebody? Somebody maybe didn't do a favor for you that they promised, or maybe you loaned them money and they never paid you back. And it's, it's, it causes us to not want to trust people, or definitely that person, for sure. But with God, He is a God that is trustworthy. You can trust Him. If His Word declares it, trust Him in it. Amen? Because truth matters so much to be, to be trustworthy, to, to being trustworthy. But in this world that we live in, it's filled with lies and manipulation and news that you can't even believe whether it's true or not. Uh, the other day, there's, there's, hot, there's balloons flying in the sky and people are calling them aliens and UFOs. I, I mean, it just gets crazy with what you read in the news. You don't know what to read these days or to believe these days. And, and for some of us, those lies or deceit has become so commonplace that we've allowed it to affect our hearts, and we can't trust anybody. You ever met somebody that can't trust a single soul? That's a sad place to be, I, and I know none of you here are like that. We are loving, trusting people, but there are people in this world that don't trust anybody, and that's a dangerous place to be. You don't want to be in that place. We start to think that we can only trust ourselves, that we're the only ones that can do it. We might have bosses like that. That's called a micromanager. Somebody is just constantly watching over you to making sure, making sure if you're going to do the job right. And nobody, ha we don't have time for that. Man, that's not a good manager. Uh, we, we end up not trusting people like that. And that leads to confusion and, and it leads to, to judgment um, and, and so on. I want to read to you a scripture found in 1 Samuel describing about the Lord, about a quality of the Lord. First Samuel 
chapter 15 and verse 20, 29. He who is the glory of Israel does not lie or change his mind, for he is not a human being that he should change his mind. God does not lie, nor does he change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is with you. He does not change. What that tells you and I is that we can trust him. Amen? If his word declares it, he's going to stick with that. He is truthful. He is trustworthy. Amen? Which also leads to the fact that he now becomes reliable. How many like the word reliable? I know I like the word reliable. That means you can pick up the phone and say, hey, can you give me a hand with something? And my dad knows this very well. He, he, can, he usually has my mom pick up the phone and say, hey, can, uh, can you come over and help me? Yes. If we tell him yes, he knows that we're reliable. And, and many of you are reliable. I can pick up the phone and call my brother Garland. I know that. Or my brother Reuben. And, and I can ask them anything. And I can count on them. Amen. God is much more than that. He is extremely reliable. You know, life will let us down. People will let us down. But God Almighty will never let you down. He is extremely reliable. What he says, he does. What he does, he does with an eye on what's best for you and I. What he does for you, he's looking for your best interests. It may hurt you in the process right now. You may not quite understand why, Lord, right now, but what he's doing for you as he's chipping away is for your best interest. How many know that? As you look back on your life, you can see, okay, Lord, I, I can see I get it now. I understand what you were doing now because I had no clue to what you were doing back then. I didn't understand it. In fact, I may have fought it, but now I understand that you truly love me Never forsook me, and I trust you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Our great God and creator of the universe is as reliable as the sun rising from the east and setting in the west. He is reliable. Every day that sun's going to come up, and the same Lord is reliable. Amen. Psalm chapter 71 and verse 3. I love this scripture. It's something that you and I can take refuge in, but it says here, He alone is my rock. And my salvation, my stronghold, I will not be greatly shaken. No matter what life throws at you, no matter what comes at you, he is your rock and your salvation. He's your stronghold. He's what you put your faith and trust in. Amen? So, number one, he or God is with you and will never leave you. Number two, God attends to our every need. Say that with me. God attends to our every need. It was a Friday on July 23rd in 1998 when I was at home by myself. I had gotten home from work and I got a call from my oldest daughter, Elizabeth, who most of you know. And it was a frantic, hysterical call and I could barely understand a word she was saying. She was crying hysterically, and I could barely understand her. And she was trying to tell me that my son, her brother, Ricky Jr., had been in an accident and died in Guam, on the island of Guam. 
where he was serving in the United States Navy. Two naval officers had gone to the home where Elizabeth's mom and Elizabeth were living. And my daughter, Elizabeth, heard the news, obviously, and she immediately picked up the phone and called me. And so I was home for about an hour until Anna got home from work with baby Bianca, who was only two years old at that time. But I can tell you this, that when you hear news like that, your spirit just drops. Life is sucked out of you. And all of us who have experienced pain like that know what I'm talking about. If you've never experienced that pain, you cannot understand it until you go through it. It's like if somebody just socked you and everything just drains out of you. There's no strength. I mean, you, there is literally no strength spiritually, physically, the weeping uncontrollably. I think I didn't stop crying for the first 24 hours. It was just nonsense. I couldn't stop. I couldn't speak at all. Even here, 24 years later, going to be 25 years now this July that he passed away. But I still remember it like it was yesterday. And so does my family members, my parents who were in Hawaii at that time celebrating their anniversary. We had to give them a call to come back. We, we didn't, you know, they, they chose to fly back. They couldn't enjoy their vacation at that point. But life, life just came out. It was gone in that moment. But my point is here, God attends to every need. Even the, in the middle of that, he fills us with his compassion. His compassion is like arms wrapping around you. I've often mentioned a peace that passes all understanding that comes and sweeps over you. I, I didn't have that peace the first day or the second day. But after about the third or fourth day, I started experiencing a peace I had never felt before in a moment like that. It was indescribable, indescribable. And I know that God was with me in those moments because God brings comfort to us in those moments. It's in those times like those that God attends to every single one of our needs. Those that have lost loved ones, you know what I'm talking about. God alone, it doesn't matter the words that anybody says to you, the hugs they give you, it's God's peace and his presence that helps you get through, that helps you get through times like that. Amen? Psalm chapter 145 and verse 9. It declares this, that the Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. We can ask ourselves, well, why do those things happen? Why are they allowed to happen? We don't know, and some of us may never know the answers till we get to the other side. Amen? But I do know that he brings his loving compassion upon us, his comfort. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 4 declares, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God alone comforts us. Yes, the, the, again, the words, the pats on the back, the hugs, they, they bring a level of comfort, and I appreciated all of those, and just like you have in your times of, of struggle as well. But God's comfort is the one that surpasses all, amen? God's comfort is what we need in those times. And God does that as he attends to our every need. Amen? 
And he'll continue to attend to your everything forward, which leads me to my last point, which is the third point, God's providence. Everybody say that. God's providence. This is a, a doctrine. It's a biblical doctrine. And what is a doctrine? A doctrine is a teaching or a belief that's found in the Bible. The providence of God, which refers to God's gracious oversight of our lives. It's kind of like you as a parent watching over a toddler. You know that toddler, that child, is a danger to himself or herself wherever they go. That's why you have to watch them. That's what God does with us. His providence is watching over us in every detail of our life. And it's one aspect of his grace. His grace is what has you here today. Many of you can say, man, if it wasn't for God's grace, I, he would have took, the devil would have took me out a long time ago. He would have took me out here, there, and, and so forth. But by God's grace, he's watched over you, and you are here today because he's a God of details, of every detail. The oversight, God's gracious oversight of our lives. The oversight here means that he directs the affairs of our life. He directs the path of your life. Here you are thinking that you did it all on your own. Here you are thinking you're the one that got that degree, or you're the one that accomplished this, or you're the one that accomplished that. God was watching over you all along. He gave you the wisdom, the know-how. He gave you his grace. He gave you his courage sometimes to just go for it. When inside you were afraid and shaking, thinking, I could never do that. And look at you now. Amen? Because you're a child of the king. Oversight means that he directs the fares of our life. God not only knows the big picture, but he concerns himself with the tiniest of details in your life. Think about that. The tiniest details. He cares when your toilet's plugged up. He really does. Those, those tiny details. When, when the water's, you know, not running, when the pump's gone dry, when whatever it is, he cares about those tiny details. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9 declares this. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes his steps. This is one of Anna's favorite scriptures. In their hearts, humans plan their course. See, all of us have ideas, don't we? All of us have plans. There's a, there's a saying that we tell God our plans and he just laughs, right? Because we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen later this afternoon. Amen? But we plan our course, but the Lord is the one that establishes our steps. He directs your steps. He guides your steps. And that's what the doctrine of providence teaches us, that, that he guides us, that he watches over us. In fact, this teaching or providence first teaches us that God, God cares about the tiniest details about our life. Nothing escapes his notice. Nothing is too big and nothing is too small when it comes to his creation. If he cares for the bird that falls out of the tree, the sparrow that falls out of the tree, and if he cares to know the number of hairs you have on your head, he cares about the tiniest details. Think about that. This is the God that loves you. He cares about the tiniest details in your life. 
He sets the day of your birth, and he knows the day that we take our last breath on this earth as well. He ordains everything that comes to pass and in between. He is in charge of the affairs of your life. Not a doctor, not a psychologist, not a fortune teller. God is. Amen? Amen. Amen. I had to throw that in there because, you know, Pastor Rick, before he got saved, he went to a, a palm reader, okay, the one out here in American Canyon. Years ago, God forgive me. How many remember that one out here in American Canyon? I went to that one when I was about 18 years old, and I paid 20 bucks, and I, I got scared because of what they told me. It was dead on. It was dead on, and I've never been back to a place like that. The Lord, because, see, the enemy wanted to to take me and steal me at that time and lead me down a path and and I never went back to anything like that and uh, that's why we shouldn't put our faith or trust in those types of things they're opposed to the word of God amen amen God sees everything not only does he know the day of our our passing but God uses everything and wastes nothing did you know that God uses everything in our life and he wastes nothing you think about all the things you want to do, all the things you've done in your life. It hasn't been a waste. God has used that to bring him glory, to bring about uh, his will in your life. Amen? There are no accidents with God in your life. Again, we don't understand some of these things that happen, good and bad. We don't understand. God's hand controls all that. His will controls all that. All we can say is yes and amen. That's all we can say. We can't argue with them. I mean, you can, but it's kind of pointless. Amen. And then the third thing here is God's ultimate purpose is to shape his children, you and I, into the image of Jesus Christ, his son. That's the mission that you and I are on every day. We are being shaped daily to be like Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was our example. Can I get an amen? And, and that is exactly what the Lord wants to do in your life. And he even uses human tragedies to accomplish those things in our life. Sometimes we think we can't handle anymore. How many have ever been there? I can't handle anymore, Lord. And we know that the scriptures tell us he will not give us more than we can handle according to 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. But the Lord is using those things to shape you to something for the future. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9, declares this, But we have this treasure in jars of clay. You are the jars of clay, just by the way, right now, so you understand that. To show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. God is with us. He is, he is the potter. We are the clay. He is in control of every facet of your life. Can I just tell you today, if some of you here are fearing the future or have some fear about something in the future, don't. Fear that. 
God is in control, amen? God has you in the palm of his hand. Where you go, he goes. So there's no reason to fear your future or the path you're on, amen? And in, in closing today, in this life, we're all impacted by God's presence. There's another word for, his, uh, for providence. We're all impacted by his providence. And there's another word that you may have heard is called his sovereign will, his sovereignty. And that, all that means is God is in control because you're not and I'm not. God is in control, amen? And as believers, we've learned that nothing happens by chance. Everything, in fact, the way you rolled out of bed today was God's will for your life today. It really was. Yes, we have a say in that, but God knew you were going to do the things you were going to do today. He knew what you were going to wear today. He knew the, of all the, the, all the ladies here, of all the 200 pairs of shoes you have in your closet, he knew that pair that you grabbed today, you were going to wear those. Amen? God cares about you, and he knows every detail in your life. There are no surprises to God, because God loves you, and his hand will constantly navigate you through this life. Do not fear. God is in every detail of your life. In your retirement, wherever you may go, contemplating a move, do not fear. God is with you every step of the way. Amen? Stand with me this afternoon as we close here today. Amen. Amen. How many are thankful that God is in the details? That it's not just up to you and I to make and manage our lives? Yes, we do the best we can. Yes, we make him the center of our lives. Yes, we sell out to God and say, Lord, have your way in my life. But God conducts the affairs of our life. God puts people in front of your life. I just want to close and share this story that was relayed to me this past week. On the way to work, there was a bad accident and, uh, in Napa. And uh, on Highway 221, 221 is the road, I believe it's 221, that turns into Soskal Avenue. And as you get into Napa, there's a hill and then it kind of descends down. And uh, one of our own here, Gregory, happened, and Gloria happened to be driving through there when it had just happened. The car was upside down. There was a young 21-year-old man in there. See, God knows all the details. Amen? Gregory was able to get out of his car and pull this man out of his car before the ambulance got there. Make sure he, he wasn't, you know, he didn't know if the car was going to go up in flames or anything. He had to pull him out. The man apparently is still at the Queen of the Valley Hospital, but Gregory was a big part of that. The Lord knew that Gregory and Gloria were going to be going through there, and Gregory was able to pray for him, just pray a blessing over him. The man was in shock, but God knows the details of what's going to happen. Amen? Amen. Think about that. As you leave here today, Think about that, that God is in every detail as you make that ride out this parking lot, where you go to next, what you do, how you're going to face tomorrow. God is in every detail. Because I believe when we look back at our lives and see through all the heartbreak, all the twists and turns of our lives, 
that we'll be able to see that God was in every detail of our life. I know one day I'll see my son again. He had received Christ as his Savior. I had gotten baptized with him. Amen. I know I'll see him. He was a believer in Christ. I'll see him again in heaven. And you'll see your loved one that you're missing today in heaven one day again because God is in the details. Join us as we just go into worship one last time. Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.